Good morning, my brothers and my sisters. I bring you all greetings in the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I welcome you. I welcome every member of your family to this day. It's August the 27th of 2020. We bless, we magnify, and we glorify the name of our God. We thank him for another privilege to be in the land of the living. Hallelujah. And so at this time, let's lift up our voices and begin to thank God for the dawning of this day. Let us thank him for seeing us through the night time. Let us thank him for keeping us and members of our families under the shadow of his wings. Let us thank him for his watchful eyes upon us, even as we slept. Let us thank him for every spiritual attack, every spiritual wickedness he averted. Let us thank him for the arrows of the wicked he intercepted and deflected. Let us thank him for not allowing the devil and our enemies to prevail over us. Let us thank him for not granting them opportunities to rejoice, to dance, to celebrate and jubilate at our expense. Let us thank him for every satanic conspiracy he overthrew on our behalf. Let us thank him for frustrating their devices and not allowing them to afflict us according to their plans. Let us thank him for demobilizing and paralyzing every demonic machinery deployed against us. Let us thank him for his glory that defends and shields us. Let us thank him for granting you and I divine immunity. Let us thank him this morning for being the God that he is to us. Let us thank him for the supply of his spirit into our lives. Let us thank him for the supply of his mercy and his grace. Let us thank him for the supply of his strength and his power. Let us thank him for the supply of his favors and his counsel. Let us thank him for the supply of his protection and of his peace. Let us thank him this morning, my brothers and my sisters. Lift up your voices and bless the name of our God. Worship him this morning. Thank him for the gift of life. Thank him for the gift of, of sleeping and waking up. Thank him for being the God that he is to you and to members of your family. Father, we bless your name. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the miracle of sleeping and waking up. We bless your name. Thank you for not allowing the devil and our enemies to prevail over us. Thank you for every satanic conspiracy you overthrew on our behalf, even as we slept. Thank you for the battles that you fought for us. Thank you for the victories, God. Thank you for your glory that defends and shoots us. Thank you for divine immunity. We worship you, God. On behalf of every member of our families, on behalf of our spouses, our children, on behalf of our brothers and our sisters, on behalf of our cousins, nephews and nieces, on behalf of our uncles and our aunts, on behalf of our parents and even grandparents, we are thankful, God. Accept our thanksgiving this morning.
For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, my brothers and my sisters, let's go before our God and begin to confess our sins. Let's begin to confess our faults before him. Lift up your voices and begin to talk to him. Our Father, we humble ourselves before you this day. We ask that you have mercy upon us and forgive us our sins. Forgive every sin of our thoughts, of our words, of our actions. Forgive every ungodliness, every unrighteousness, every wickedness in our lives. Purge us from them all, purge us off them all. Sanitize our lives with the precious blood of Jesus. Purify our hearts, our spirits, our souls, and our bodies. Remove from us garments defiled and polluted with sin. And make us whole before you this day, God. We also ask that you grant us a place to kneel and to stand before your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We glorify your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Good morning once again, my wonderful brothers and sisters. We thank the Almighty God for bringing us once again to this place of prayer and fellowship. May his name and his name alone be glorified forevermore. Amen. Yesterday, by the grace of God, I spoke on the supply of the Spirit, the supply of His Spirit. Now, I said, as long as a man is connected, as long as a man is in the chain of command, as long as he's involved in the chain of authority, as long as he has Christ as his head, there will be a flow of authority from God through Christ, who is his head, to him. Let's go back to our main um, text for this series that will be in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1 to 3. I read, be ye followers of me, even as I am of Christ. Verse 2, now I praise you, brethren, that ye remember me in all things and keep the ordinances as I deliver them to you. Verse 3, but I would have you know, I don't want you to be ignorant. I want you to be in the know that the head of every man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man and the head of Christ is God. That is the chain of command or authority. God is at the top of the chain, followed by Christ then man and then the woman. God does not, does not have a head because God is the ultimate. God is above all. God is greater than all. There's no one greater than God. 
Hallelujah. And so when a man has Jesus in his life, when a man has surrendered his life to Jesus, Jesus becomes his head. And as long as Jesus is the head of the man, everything that flows from God, authority, wisdom, everything that flows from the Father flows through Jesus Christ to the man. As long as the man is under the authority of Christ, the authority of God flows into his life. And you know what? When a man is under God's authority, he commands God's authority. When you are not under authority, you command authority. And like I said, don't forget, authority is a language that the devil understands. Or should I say the language? He knows authority when he sees one. You cannot say, I commend you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. And Satan will flee when you are not under the authority of Jesus. It doesn't work that way. Praise God. So yesterday, we talked about the supply of the Spirit. There's a supply of the Spirit of Jesus into our lives when we have him as our head. We looked at that in the book of Philippians and then we looked at the book of Isaiah chapter 11. Let's go to that scripture very quickly. Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 11, I read from verse 1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Verse 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. I said, when a man is under the authority of Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus, comes upon him, rests upon him. And the Spirit of Jesus begins to manifest in the form of the six spirits of the Lord in the life of that man. Verse 2 again, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom, number one, the spirit of understanding, number two. The spirit of counsel, number three. The spirit of might, number four. The spirit of knowledge, number five. And the spirit of the fear of the Lord, number six. Again, as long as a man reverences Jesus, as long as a man surrenders to the Lordship of Jesus, 
as long as a man has Jesus as his head, the spirit of Jesus comes upon him. The spirit rests upon him and begins to manifest in the form of six spirits of the Lord. We looked at one of them yesterday, the spirit of wisdom. Wisdom, again, is the proper application of knowledge. Wisdom helps you to say what you need to say, not what you want to say. When you should say it, how you should say it, and where you should say it. If you say the right thing at the wrong time, you cause chaos. You usher in trouble. And we find this in marriages. A lot of people do not apply wisdom. They, they do not function. They do not operate in wisdom. A lot of men don't. But you must be different in the name of Jesus. Today, because of time, I want us to look at the second spirit. It's called the spirit of understanding. What is understanding? To understand is to grasp. To understand is to comprehend. To understand is to get it. Praise God. There's a scripture in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 11. I'm going to read that scripture very quickly because of our time. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Verse 12. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast seen well. So you see, to understand is to see well. To understand in our relationship with God, is to see things from the perspective of God. The spirit of understanding gives us insight into the word of God. Can I say this to you? Wisdom, we said, is the proper application of knowledge. But you know what? You cannot apply knowledge properly when you do not understand it, when you do not comprehend it, when you do not get it. It is knowledge that you understand that you can properly apply. I'll take that again. Wisdom is 
knowledge that is properly applied. But a knowledge that you do not understand, you do not comprehend, you cannot properly apply. So you must understand, you must be able to comprehend knowledge before it can be properly applied. So you see, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding, all three of them work hand in hand. Hallelujah. In the book of Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 12, Proverbs 11 and verse 12, I want you to hear what the Bible says. I read, he that is void of wisdom despised his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. He that is void of wisdom despised his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. If you are a married man and you lack understanding, when there's strife in your home, amongst your immediate family, amongst your extended family, you will not be able to hold your peace. In fact, you probably will be the one that will initiate the chaos but that will not be you anymore in the name of Jesus. And that is why it's so critical, it's so important for a man, especially a married man. Hear me, if you are preparing to get married and you do not have Christ as your head, you are going to run your marriage on the ground. Your marriage is most likely going to hit the rocks. Jesus furnishes you with his wisdom. Jesus furnishes you with his understanding. So that you'll be able to steer the sheep of your marriage. So that you'll be able to steer the sheep of your home. So that you'll be able to steer the ship of your family. This morning, I want us to take two prayers. Share with me. Say, Father, release upon me the spirit of wisdom. I healed myself through the spirit of wisdom. I decrease in myself for the spirit of wisdom to increase in me. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father, release upon me the spirit of wisdom. Activate, Jesus, the spirit of wisdom in my life. I do not want to do it my way anymore. I surrender to your Lordship. Let your spirit of wisdom take control over my life. Talk to the Lord. Lift up your voices and talk to the Lord. Masheke Masoto Baba. 
Father, release your spirit of wisdom upon me. Activate the spirit of wisdom in my life. I decrease none of me, but all of the spirit of wisdom. Let your wisdom lead, guide, and direct me in my marriage, in my home, in my family. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Number two prayer point. Say with me. Say, Father, I welcome the spirit of understanding in my life. I welcome the spirit of understanding in my life. Say, Father, help me to see your word from your perspective. Help me to see your word and to see it well. Grant me understanding of your word. Lift up your voices and begin to talk to the Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, release the spirit of understanding upon me. Activate Jesus, the spirit of understanding in my life. I want to comprehend you. I want to comprehend the word of God. And more so as it pertains to marriage. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Again, my brothers and my sisters, particularly my brother, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 11, and verse 12, the Bible says, He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. You must be a man of understanding. Allow God to furnish you with his understanding and your family, your home, your marriage will never be the same again. The glory of God will begin to shine and beam on it. Don't rely on your own human understanding, human knowledge. Let Jesus into your life. Let Jesus be your head and let his spirit, his authority, continue to flow into your life. It is well with you in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not fail in marriage. I say you will not fail in marriage. You will not be humiliated in marriage. I see your marriage taking a level of glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right, my brothers and my sisters, very quickly, let's commit this day into the hands of God. Our Father, we commit this day into your hands. You know what this day will bring. You know how the day will go already. 
We therefore commit our lives into your hands. Order our steps according to your plans, your will and purpose for us today. In the name of Jesus, lead us in the path of righteousness. For your name's sake, let anything, everything that represents evil on our path today be neutralized by your power. In the name of Jesus, let any man, any woman, the devil has planted on our path to cause us pain, to afflict us. Let them all fail. Let their agenda fall apart. Let it explode upon their own heads, God. In the name of Jesus, we'll receive your favor today. Surround us with favor as a shield. We thank you because your favor will help us to accomplish and achieve all that you have ordained for us to accomplish and achieve today. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We release the blood of Jesus into the atmosphere, into our communities, our neighborhoods, into the highways, the local ways, the walkways, upon the trains and buses, upon our vehicles, upon our path today. We release the blood of Jesus. We decree and we declare that the blood will defeat any enemy, whether spiritual, whether physical, that will cross path with us. In the name of Jesus, they will stumble, they will fumble, and they shall fall before us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I decree and I declare that this day is a wonderful, fruitful, productive for me and my family. In the name of God the Father, in the name of God the Son, and in the name of God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, my brothers and my sisters, until I come your way next, I beg your pardon, tomorrow, by the grace of God, please take care of yourselves. Be safe out there. Have a wonderful and a blessed day. God bless you all. And God bless every member of your family. In Jesus' name. Amen.